What up, people? It is Saturday, November 7th. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast. So much to talk about today. Um, I just wanted to give a quick check-in, post-election check-in. I hope everyone is having a good day. Um, Curious as to how everyone is feeling right now. We have a new president-elect and vice president-elect. Uh, Joe Biden and this has been a long week uh, since the day of the election Um, personally I said on my last podcast that I voted for Biden Uh, he was not my first choice but he was the choice that we had uh, and that's who I rode with I'm looking forward to being able to sleep at night and wake up in the morning not wondering what this fool has said that day or who he's pissed off that day um, or who he's offended that day so just being able to hopefully get back to some normalcy is going to be great for me Um, I know I've had a hard time sleeping this week because I am invested in this process I'm invested in what happens because I think a lot of decisions either one of these candidates make or will make in the future may have a direct uh, effect on me and people like me and my family. Um, So this was a very important process uh, for me to be a part of. And it reminds me of the first time I voted for President Obama. And for me, this election 2020 is the second most important election that I've ever been a part of. The first one would be um, when I voted for President Obama the first time. And this is definitely a close second. Um, And the reason I think this is second for me is that this was not about politics necessarily. Uh, Democrat, Republican, uh, moderate, progressive, None of that matters to me at this point. It was about morality and sanity. Um, I think we've lost a lot of morality and empathy over the past four years. I think it's been a lot of me, 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 um, and not a lot of what's best for everyone. Um, It definitely has been very partisan and one-sided governing uh, this dude seems to forget that he represents everyone and not just the people that supports him. And also, he tries to uh, get revenge on people that don't support him. And that's just not a way to govern, in my opinion. Um, Biden came out, I think it was, this is Saturday, so Thursday night, and said, if elected, he ran as a Democrat but he represents all, even those that didn't vote for him. He still wants this country to come together, and I truly believe that to be a sincere statement. And on the other side, you have someone who's uh, continued to um, undermine the process. Uh, He has lawsuits about uh, voter fraud and wants recounts and things of that nature, and he continues to push that narrative about the mail-in ballots being fraudulent, with absolutely no proof and the sad part is a lot of his supporters are 
saying that the election was stolen with absolutely no proof uh, to that. And also, um, this dude came out and said that Biden should not declare himself the winner when the votes haven't been counted. But yet he's declared himself the winner at least five or six times since Tuesday night on TV uh, and on Twitter. Multiple times he said that he's won the election easily and he's the president. Uh, so I worry about the transition of power. I worry about what this dude is going to do over the next two months uh, until the inauguration. Uh, I'm not overly concerned about the Supreme Court at this point because I don't even think, uh, I think one or two of the lawsuits have already been dismissed uh, as unfounded. So I don't even know if it would get to the Supreme Court at this point. But what concerns me is when they talk about Democrats stealing the election, again, with absolutely no proof, there's proof that the Republicans tried to steal this election, though. Trump, a year ago, started his process in trying to um, steal this election like he did uh, in 2016. And what I mean by that is uh, about a year ago, he started with the mail-in ballots and he knew that the majority of the mail-in uh, ballots would probably be from Democrats. Um, so he started to push that narrative that they were bad, they were fraudulent, again, with little to no proof to back it up. But of course, his supporters just listen to what he says and agrees with him. And then if we look at the fact that the Republican states um, or the Republican governors did a lot to try to minimize uh, polling places, uh, early voting drop-off boxes in mostly minority communities. I live in a suburb, and I would never see that in my suburb. I would never see the limiting of polling places in where I live. But in lower um, income or minority communities, um, limiting polling places or limiting, I think, in Harris County, Texas, which is one of the larger counties in Texas, um, they had one drop-off spot for early uh, voting ballots. And I think it's 100,000 people. Or I'm not sure exactly what the number is, but they dropped it from multiple to just one location. That's a form of voter suppression. Um, closing polling locations and limiting them to, you know, just a handful for thousands of people, that's another form of voter suppression. Uh, and we've seen that over the past several years that these people, especially in Georgia, in 2018 when Stacey Abrams ran, um, the Georgia governor really did her dirty. He purged 600,000 uh, people from the voting rolls. And that's eventually how he won. But what Stacey Abrams did, she lost that race, but she got to work. And if you look at what Georgia did in this election, um, from my understanding, she started a nonprofit and it was geared toward registering people to vote. And over 800,000 people were registered to vote, new registered voters. And Georgia had an amazing turnout. And sticking with Georgia really quick. Uh, the Senate, I think, is tied right now for control. I think it's even. 
there's a runoff election in January. Uh, John Ossoff, and I can't think of the other candidate's name, but if they can gain those two Senate seats, the Democrats will have uh, control of the House and the Senate and the presidency. Um, and the only reason I bring that up is because Mitch McConnell has to go. Mitch McConnell has already said he would be an obstructionist like he did with President Obama. And these people are elected officials that are supposed to do the will of the people. Mitch McConnell has over 400 bills, pieces of legislation on his desk that were passed by the House, a lot of them uh, bipartisan, which means agreed on upon um, agreed upon from both Democrats and Republicans that he has refused to bring up to a vote. Um, criminal reform, police reform, um, I think another stimulus package, all of those things are out there on his desk that he's refused to bring uh, to a vote in the Senate. And one man should not have that much power. And remember, this is the same guy that said when Obama was first elected, that he wanted to make sure he was a one-term president. And he also said that one of his greatest accomplishments was obstructing everything President Obama tried to do. That's not the kind of person that needs to have any type of authority or power. And he has way too much because he does not use it wisely. And he does not do the will of the people, even though he's put in power because of the people. And they just re-elected him. Uh, Kentucky did, so I'm not sure why they did that, but we need him out of power. I've always been one to just want to do what's right for the majority, and I'm not a selfish person that looks out what's best for me individually, because there are a lot of people out here that need help as well. Uh, Sure, I could use some help, but I'm doing okay, and I would like to help the majority. If it costs me a little bit to help, a lot. I'm okay with that. That's why when people talk about how high taxes are, personally, I don't mind paying my fair share of taxes. But as long as corporations like Amazon, Google, people like Jeff Bezos, they pay their fair share, and Trump as well. Um, if I'm paying more than him, and he's supposed to be a billionaire, something is wrong with that. So just make, make everyone pay their fair share. But back to the election, though. Um, and Republicans trying to steal the election. I'm sorry I got off on the tangent, but also uh, minimizing the number of polling places. Then he intentionally appoints someone to be um, postmaster general who has stock and financial investments in the company that does the same thing the post office does which should have been a conflict of interest. Then said person, Louis DeJoy, uh, a couple of months before the actual election or the actual uh, ballots were sent out, started to slow the post office and the mail and remove sorting machines and make people do it by hand. And I don't care what anybody says, that was a direct, um, I think that was a direct order from the White House, if not, Trump himself, somebody from the White House, and I think it was actually confirmed earlier this week that Steve Mnuchin said that it was an instruction from the White House to slow the mail, and it was intentionally done to 
um, limit the number of mail-in ballots that got to people or that was mailed in. Uh, also, during this process, um, a judge ordered a sweep of mail facilities, mail sorting facilities to look for ballots, and they ended up finding thousands of ballots uh, that were not processed through. They showed that they were checked into the post office, but not checked out to either go to the, the necessary parties uh, to fill out and return or to the proper um, place to have their vote counted. So again, I think that's a form of voter suppression that um, those are things, tangible proof that there was manipulation in trying to steal the election. But by saying that the actual counted votes um, are fraud, there's no proof of that. And there hasn't been any proof of that. I mean, it's less than 1%, if I'm not mistaken, uh, of fraud by mail-in in history. So it's just so much, so many emotions going on uh, right now. I'm relieved at this point that hopefully this is over. But of course, this dude is not going to go quietly. Uh, he's going to refuse to concede the election, which is fine. That's not a mandatory thing. Uh, but I did see a report when asked if uh, what would happen if Trump refused to leave in January after the inauguration. And the response was um, they're okay with using the military to have someone escorted out uh, due to trespassing. Uh, as of right now, it is 7.30 Central Time uh, on Saturday. That I haven't heard of any violence that was um, said that would happen. And honestly, I, I think the fact that it took this long to actually come up with a conclusion helped. Um, because I think if the race would have been called Tuesday night, for Biden, I think there would have been some issues because there were a lot of people threatening a lot of stuff. Um, hopefully, they don't go through it, through with it. But I think the reason it took so long, or while it took so long, I think that gave people um, time to kind of accept what we all felt the inevitable was. Uh, so hopefully, that deterred some people from wanting to use violence. Or, I mean, I know there are people that want to, but. Hopefully they won't go through it. Hopefully that time gave them, you know, time to think about their actions and what the consequences could be uh, if they were to perpetuate some violence against people. But there was a guy uh, I saw on Facebook that said that if Biden was born, he was going to shoot up some people and take them out with him or something like that. Uh, and I'm pretty sure he would get a... Uh, uh, knock on his door from the FBI uh, if he hasn't already but I'm glad it's hopefully over uh, we can get through these frivolous lawsuits and I'm hoping that this dude comes to his senses and just make it an easy transition and not do anything um, to harm this nation but Again, he's such a wild card. You don't know what to expect. Uh, Steve Bannon apparently tweeted something and called for Trump to behead Dr. Fauci. To me, 
that's another person that should be in jail because there are people out here that listen to these conspiracy theories and listen to these people and they will follow through on this stuff and I hope that's not the case but these type of I mean I believe in freedom of speech but I mean at some point there has to be some type of limitations on this stuff or some type of repercussions because it's just dangerous uh And then there was a plot in Philly where some guys had said they were going to go blow up the convention center where they were actually counting the ballots. Um, Unfortunately, the the police were tipped off and they were able to intercept these uh, men and actually arrested them. Um, And then I think about everything that's just happened over the past few days. And I'm really trying to understand the thought process of a Trump supporter. And what I mean by that is the fact that rational thought doesn't come to them. So for instance, in one breath, uh, in I think it was Nevada maybe, or Detroit, his supporters are chanting, stop the count. But in Arizona, they're saying, continue the count. Because it seemed like his uh, his number of votes were going up in Arizona, but decreasing in Detroit. And it's like, either you want them to be counted or you don't want them to be counted. You're talking out of both sides of your mouth. And to me, that's just a rational thought. But these people just, I don't get it. I just don't get it. And maybe I shouldn't, shouldn't even try to. Uh, because to me, there's no rationale behind it. And you can believe what you want to believe. Uh, that's fine. And But again, for me, this is way bigger than politics. It's just such a cult-like mentality. And I just don't understand it. But it's not for me to understand, I guess. Um, again, I'm just glad it's over. Uh, I think it's going to be a long couple of months. Uh, he's going to refuse to concede again, which is fine. He doesn't have to. But I just want to get the lawsuits out of the way um, so we can truly make this official uh, but I won't be fully fully happy until the votes are cert- or the electoral votes are certified because apparently from what I've read uh, it's not written down that whoever certifies the electoral votes within the state has to give those electoral votes to the person that actually won the state. And I've heard this from multiple credible sources that it's nothing actually written down specifically that says that has to happen. So it is somewhat unlikely that the person in charge of delegating those electoral votes would not go with who actually won the state. But at this point, um, anything is possible. I don't put anything... (laughs) past this dude to try to steal this election Um, I have a feeling he's going to try to pardon a whole bunch of people Uh, and I think he's afraid of being prosecuted so I just I look forward to the day where we don't ever have to worry about this dude uh, with his fingers on the nuclear buttons and his family and all of the corruption and 
you know, people talk about, I was just reading comments about the Biden crime family and everything, this whole Hunter Biden situation, all of that has been proven by Republicans that was not a, a big deal. So, I'm just ready to get back to some normalcy. I don't have to talk about this anymore. Um, I know the majority of my podcasts from the past year plus have primarily focused around this dude, but it's because that's what's been in the news and that's what's been important. So I look forward to getting back to talking more sports or personal stuff, what's going on and things like that in the near future. But the next couple of months, let's just ride it out and see what happens. Um, Again, I want to um, Stacey Abrams uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms out of Georgia I know and everybody else in Georgia that helped um, get people out to vote Pennsylvania great job there with uh, getting people out to vote and I hope at this point we can come together as a country because there's way too much division Um, I hope we can find some common ground but as of right now I'm a little petty um, you know, we spent four years of people saying, he's your president, get over it and accept it. I'm kind of returning that favor right now. And that is not the Christian thing to do. But uh, I'm a little petty right now, as I think a lot of us are, because they wanted us to accept things uh, when it was their candidate. And right now, they don't want to accept it. The same people that told us that we need to accept it and get over it, that's what you need to do right now. Uh, I mean, two... Um, you know, I, I know people who didn't vote the way I did, and that's fine. Uh, but again, this was about morality, and to me, it just says a lot about them than me. Um, I knew who he was, and now I find out who they were. So I'm glad to know. I mean, I think what we've gone through has been um, necessary and long overdue, and it sucks. But I think I see a brighter day in the future. So it looks like uh, President-elect Biden is about to speak in a little bit. So I'm going to go ahead and close out for this week. I appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, God bless America. Hopefully we have brighter days ahead of us. Until next time, God bless. Peace.